Hi, I'm Ken Kessler, and welcome to the Sounds of Christmas podcast. If you're new to this podcast, I want to start by saying thanks for joining us. If you're not new to us, welcome back. Either way, I'm very glad you're here. Now, to avoid any confusion, I want to say that there won't be any music played here. This is a place for conversation. I'll talk about Christmas music and some related topics, sometimes by myself and sometimes with guests. If you're looking for music, just go to soundsofchristmas.com and click on the tree or the player on the front page or on the Listen Now page. We play the best variety of Christmas music all year long. Well, except in October, when we play the best variety of Halloween music. Our previous podcast episode was all about coming attractions, the new music we're expecting to hear this coming season. One that we missed is a big collection of Elvis Presley music that's on the way in November. Many of the songs on this four-CD set are different versions of songs that originally appeared on the original albums, and about a dozen of those tracks are Christmas songs. Now, if you add to that the fact that we just passed the 44th anniversary of the King's death, I guess you could say Elvis has just been on my mind lately. I feel that I should say that I'm not an Elvis expert, and I may get some of what follows incorrect. I'm just a fan. Even after all these years, I still love the King. I also want to mention that since this is the Sounds of Christmas podcast, this is all a focus on Elvis's contribution to Christmas music. Elvis's third album was a Christmas album, his fourth if you count the soundtrack to Loving You. Elvis's Christmas album came out in October of 1957 and actually stirred up some controversy. While there were some who were just outraged that a popular rock and roll artist would sing religious music, the largest controversy came over his version of White Christmas. Reportedly, the song's composer, Irving Berlin, was so offended by Elvis's version, which he called a, quote, profane parody of his cherished Yuletide standard, end quote. Berlin had his staff call radio stations all over the country, demanding the song be banned from airplay. Most radio stations ignored this, though there is a report that one American disc jockey did get fired for playing a song from the album, and most Canadian radio stations refused to play the album at all that year. Despite that, the album was the first to achieve diamond status in sales, meaning over 10 million copies sold in the U.S. alone, and it's the best-selling Christmas album of all time. And it's also one of the best-selling albums of all time. Now, at least six songs from that album continue to receive annual airplay on radio stations all over the U.S., if not all over the world. Those are Blue Christmas, Here Comes Santa Claus, I'll Be Home for Christmas, Santa Claus is Back in Town, Santa Bring My Baby Back to Me, and White Christmas. All of those songs made up side one of the original album. Side two contained more religious songs like Silent Night and O Little Town of Bethlehem. The King's contribution to Christmas music didn't end there. He released another Christmas album in 1971, and that one was called Elvis Sings The Wonderful World of Christmas. By the way, for those who say that artists today are rushing the season by releasing Christmas music before Thanksgiving, I just want to mention that both of Elvis's Christmas albums were released in October. Anyway. The second Elvis Christmas album contained 11 songs, though some later versions added Blue Christmas to the second side, and that song was also added as the final track on the CD. This time around, several songs on the album were actually published by Elvis's publishing company, including Holly Leaves and Christmas Trees, which I only mention because it's one of my favorites. 
Both of Elvis's Christmas albums have been repackaged many times over the years with track lists combined and turned around and changed and whatnot. The best, in my opinion, was one that came out in the mid-90s called If Every Day Was Like Christmas. This one includes all the tracks from his two Christmas albums with an extra version of It Won't Seem Like Christmas Without You. In 2008, Elvis, Christmas music, and controversy intersected once again with the release of his album, Christmas Duets. This featured Elvis singing through technological wizardry with Martina McBride, Carrie Underwood, Olivia Newton-John, Leanne Rimes, Amy Grant, Winona Judd, Sarah Evans, Anne Murray, Gretchen Wilson, and members of Little Big Town. The versions of I'll Be Home for Christmas, which featured Carrie Underwood, and Blue Christmas, which featured Martina McBride, both made the charts that season. Controversy arose from some being offended that these singers were able to make these recordings with no input from the original artists since he had passed away over 30 years before. The album proved to be more of a novelty than anything else, and it hasn't received much attention since its original release in 2008. For those who don't know, there's a private label called Follow That Dream. It's an Elvis Presley collector's label. About 10 years ago, they released a special version of Elvis's second Christmas album as a two-CD set with an additional 22 tracks. All the extra tracks are different versions of songs that were on the original album. These were different recording takes that, for whatever reason, weren't the final versions selected to appear on the original album. I especially like the version of Merry Christmas Baby on this set, which is an unedited version and clocks in at about eight and a half minutes. Obviously, this set isn't for everybody, but you can still get it for about 30 bucks from their website, which is ElvisPresleyFTD.com. I mentioned that one because some of those tracks are going to be on an upcoming collection throughout this fall. It's called Elvis Back in Nashville, and it's a four-CD set due in November. The songs on this set are from Elvis's last sessions in Nashville, and included are all 11 songs from Elvis's second Christmas album, along with a remake of I'll Be Home on Christmas Day. Plus, there are nine different takes of some of those songs on a separate CD. There's a lot more on this set than just the Christmas music, and it's about 45 bucks on Amazon where you can pre-order it. But if you're a fan of Elvis' Christmas music, you should probably at least check it out and compare it with the Follow That Dream set I mentioned earlier. I also want to mention a collection that came out just a few years ago. This was called Christmas with Elvis and the Royal Philharmonic Orchestra. It's exactly what it sounds like. Similar to the Christmas Duets album, it features Elvis's vocal performances from his two Christmas albums, backed by new orchestral arrangements from the Royal Philharmonic Orchestra. I'm sure I've missed something and may have even gotten something wrong, and I apologize for that, but I wanted to talk about this since I missed the Back in Nashville release when I did the Coming Attractions podcast a little while back. Bottom line is, I'm still an Elvis fan, and I do love that 44 years after his passing, we're still talking about him and enjoying his music. Thanks so much for listening, helping me share some Christmas spirit, and for helping this podcast continue to grow. We're on about two dozen different podcasting sites, and since you're listening to this now, you've obviously found us somewhere. But if there's another site you like to use for podcasts, check out our podcast page on our website, for the complete list of everywhere you can listen to the Sounds of Christmas podcast. Again, the website is www.soundsofchristmas.com. Then just click on the podcast tab. For the Sounds of Christmas station, 
to listen to the music, you'll need to stick with our website or our app in the Google Play Store. If you have comments or suggestions, feel free to reach out to me on social media or through our website. Thanks again, and may you always believe in Santa Claus.